0: Hello and welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Worst, a podcast where we watch movie trilogies and decide which movie hasn't been approved by the American Dental Association. I'm your host, Griner, and joining me today...
1: My name's Kevin, and I'm what the French call Les Incompetents.
2: <laughs> How do you do? This is Luke McAllister, the father.
0: <laughs> All right, boys, we're doing Home Alone. Home Alone 1, 2 and 3, there were several, several, several more movies after that that were yep. direct to video and have not been considered part of this trilogy. Possibly one of these shouldn't be considered part of this trilogy. But uh, Conan, I think you're the one here without any nostalgia for these movies. Tell us tell us about Home Alone in your life. Did You you never watched it as a kid, you have
1: no nostalgia for it? That's exactly correct, Grana. I have no connection with these movies, and so I—I'm the only one here who can see them with objectively empirical glasses, and I can say, you with like with undeniable factual statements, that two or three of these movies blow. Hmm. Okay, Dis- I disappointing. I don't know about that. It's, a, it's fact. Uh, also, I, I, say, I, yeah. I wait. I wait your
0: proof, but.
1: Sure.
0: Uh, I, you know my my empirical evidence of my wife seeing these for the first time and her cacking herself laughing the whole time possibly refutes your undisputable evidence. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Oh, and touche.
2: <clears throat> I've like my kids now watch these every year with us, and their first time watching it, they were cracking up laughing, and now they will forever love these films as well. Looking Sorry. back on it with nostalgia.
1: We need to address because this is exactly right. And I was thinking about this this week. I'm like, I know there are arguments. It's going to be. But kids enjoy it. It's it's, it's great if you're a kid. And saying something works for a child with an undeveloped brain is not praise or proof uh, at all. I'm sorry.
0: No, 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 no. no. You, you have to judge a movie by who it's for to some degree. It's okay I've for you just- to say this movie is a bad movie that you didn't enjoy, but you can't be like it's, em- it's empirically proven that it's a bad movie because it's not for you.
1: Sure. But like, no, there, yeah, there's some extent to that. But I mean, the w- absolute wave of kids' movies that are timeless classics, like Pixar's Golden Stuff, Disney's Golden Stuff. Like, I think that they're saying that a kid's movie it's like, oh, it's for kids, therefore, if an adult doesn't like it, that's just because they don't get it. it, is not true. Because there are so many kids' who, movies that are for kids and are still recognizably great by adults.
2: Yeah. It's like Home Alone. Like, no, yes. so, only by people if, who saw no, it without kids. No, uh, no, if you yeah, were to watch yeah. films that only kids like, there, I could give you a massive list of movies that are just not entertaining to watch for adults. There are movies that, like, I have nostalgia for because I watched them as a kid, and watching them now, it's like, oh, man, this doesn't hold up. Home Alone holds up, man. It doesn't. Like, it, doesn't. No, so, it does. Oh, God. It's so no. – the slapstick in these films, and I, I know what? that, you know, slapstick is slapstick. What? Slapstick in these films, oh, bar none, is still some of the best slapstick comedy I've ever yeah, seen in my life. I, I, I because mean, you're, I'm
1: inclined to agree. Because you as a kid. that's
2: why. No. Duh. Oh. No, man. No. Like, that's the thing. Marty I Ducks watched these, all over again. I have, <laughs> goat. I have watched these films every year, my whole life, and a few years ago, there was a scene that caught me off guard that I laughed so much that for some reason I'd never laughed as hard as I had in the previous years. And that year, it was just cackling watching it. I was just like, oh, my God, this is so funny. Like I, re- I rewinded and watched it again. I was like, this is so funny, man. This is so good.
1: How that's no proof. All that proves is that you have such a fondness for these movies that you'll continue to find things to be fond about. It's junk food. It's like, oh wow, I had a Mars bar and I realized caramel's delicious more this year. And it's like, yeah, doesn't mean it's good for you or even that good. But junk food comments. has a
0: place it. in. A, is it sometimes food? Right, like it's okay to have have that in your diet.
1: Sure, but I don't think there's any way to say this is a <laughs> this is a good food. It's bad food. You just go, yeah, sometimes it's for whatever reason.
0: I don't I, Once I don't a year at Christmas analogy, time,
1: but... The perfect I mean, film. Drugs have a great place in life. Drugs do lots of good things for people. I don't think we're going to go around being like, look, you want to do some heroin? That's fine, everybody. There's a place for heroin.
2: No, never again. Tell me better Christmas movies.
1: All right, well, give me 10 seconds to... Google what do you watch Christmas every
2: year that's like, Christmas? It's not Christmas horrors or something like that. It's, it's just like, Christmas, Christmas you know. horrors,
1: really. <laughs> look, the, the ultimate Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life, which... Crap's all over this in every way. Look, I, like, you're not wrong. I, be, I just don't really. I don't have any Christmas movie traditions, and I don't die hard. Maybe movies. the other, die it. hard is die Hard's <laughs> a good one. I hate Elf. Elf is awful. Elf is an atrocious movie. I like, and it. that's the other. That's the other one that people rant about and love. I don't like Elf. I don't like Elf. Um, and then you know, like a Christmas Carol is fine if someone puts that on. I'm not going to be like boo, but it better Yarn. be Mother's Christmas Carol. Yarn.
2: But you won't have so, as good as a time as watching Home Alone. I can't and seeing bes- someone get electrified so- into a skeleton and not laugh, man. <laughs>
1: I was so bored during these movies, oh. my lord.
2: Oh my god! Because
1: I wasn't transported back to when I was four watching them, which says a lot.
0: Look, I don't know. It's probably fair, but I, I still think these movies have some place. Like I think, obviously, I think kids like them. And I, yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, like my wife they- enjoyed these. I, I don't know what to say. She had never seen them all the way through, and she had a good time. We enjoyed watching these movies, except for one of them.
2: It's in yeah, just now, this was her first much. watch?
0: Was it, Grona? My first watch? Like her first, first watch this, first, year. Her first, this year? Her first proper, like, sit down, watch the whole movie. She'd seen wow. bits and pieces, but not not watched the whole things. Yeah. And didn't have nostalgia for it. Like, had, had, had never, like, watched them as a kid or anything like that. She I've has movies them... like that for sure, and I think they're atrocious. So. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
1: oh.
2: <laughs> Conan, you're sounding like a real Uncle Frank. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I, in this
1: episode. There's a good. Let's analyse the family in these movies and how there's <laughs> nothing good there. Like, like, no, we're we'll getting. Oh, into his family it. are
2: horrible. His family's full of assholes. Yeah, <laughs> what a what a
1: fun. Yeah, I love watching kids get abused. My idea of fun. Can we Christmas.
0: can we briefly talk about John Hughes? Uh, obviously, he's the writer, creator of these these movies. Do you guys have any nostalgia for him and his movies in general? Like Uncle Buck is another one that I think is a classic from my childhood. And then my mum kind of introduced me to like Planes, Trains and Automobiles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
2: Um, yeah. What else have we got here? I'm, I'm trying to look up. What breakfast Club. You know yeah, cup. like
1: Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. Yeah.
2: Um, Weird Science, National Lampoon's. Yeah, he's he's kind of like, he's like he is the '80s basically. When you kind of think of '80s movies,
1: when you think of '80s movies that aren't slashes or something, you think yeah. of, like, you're thinking of a John Hughes movie, especially like Dennis, like Dennis
0: the Menace, Dennis coming of yeah. age. I feel like in the '80s he was like the yeah. guy, and then in and the, the whole, '90s he seemed to trans, you know, transfer that over to kids movies more.
1: Strange, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely like the whole '80s high school aesthetic. He was mm. kind of, I feel like almost res- entirely responsible for, yeah which is, you know, which is a big deal. Like, he didn't direct as much as I thought he was made. Like, he wrote just so much stuff. Yeah, I,
0: had, I, had, I had thought he, like, directed and wrote everything, but it was really, like, a handful of movies that I really love. Do you guys have... Yeah. Do those movies have a place in your, your heart? Do you watch them ever?
1: I've seen... A, like, I've seen... I, I appreciate him, like, again, from a sort of, I don't know, you know, a, a film history slash, me, you know, study perspective. Mm-hmm. Like he's really important. I like a, uh Breakfast Club's good. Um I've seen Uncle Buck, but I don't remember it. Ferris Buellers oh, is one of is on my list of shame, but I've never seen it. Oh, And like yeah, so that's I sort of I is he's one of those guys you know, you know I've picked up from Osmosis. I know pretty much everything about him and everything he's done just because he's so important to things. But I've seen Plain Trains and I've seen Uncle Buck, but I don't remember them that well. Plain Trains I remember really enjoying, but yeah. um I saw it at some point when I was a kid, and yeah, it's a great movie.
2: Luke, and and, and you have nostalgia for it, don't you? Can um, <laughs> I like that's the thing? Looking through his his filmography, I feel like as a kid, I watched the first few Home Alone films over and over again uh, every Christmas. Uncle Buck as well. Uh, Dennis the Menace, I, I loved as a kid yeah. as well. Um, with Mister Wilson, yeah, I yeah, it's just and. Cohen nailed it. Like, obviously, you know, 80s is when some of these films came out and everything. But, like, John Hughes to me, being a 90s baby, is just the 90s. Like, that just, I look at these films and instantly they take me back to when I was a kid. Um, And they're, yeah, unmistakable. Um, And, like, Mm. I don't know. Like, how good is the score, man? John Williams like the score in in this film is so good. Right, no, and no, you, can hold on, hold you can hear on, Star Wars Hold on,
0: let's get to it oh,
2: uh, this is star- better than Star Wars what no, no, you can no, hear you can... Star Wars in, in
0: oh, the score the thing yes. you can hear is Harry Potter but let's get let's get mm, to it yeah uh, stats true. stats stats yeah
2: stats. True. Stats, stats 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 all right
0: Home Alone 1 came out and made 476 million dollars uh i didn't i've moved off the budget apologies apologies Um, I'll find that in a second.
1: But. Wouldn't have been that big. uh, But 18 million. 18 million, there you go. That's Yeah, yeah, 476. Gross. Holy
2: Moses. That's huge, man. It's
0: a a big movie. Like, uh, Home Alone 2 made uh, 358 million, had a $28 million budget. Home Alone 3 made 79 million off a $32 million budget. (laughs)
1: <laughs> still in the
2: We're green. Still, still in the still green. In the green <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. With that
0: Hollywood accounting, that's a big loss, I think, but
2: <laughs> big difference.
1: I don't think that's to charge too much money for what's it, the kid who played that. You know, Macaulay Colkin was probably asking for a lot of money. You so. reckon? <laughs> His parents maybe, I
0: don't know. He uh I don't know, we'll talk about him, but he's 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 been through the ring of that guy. I feel for him. Um, uh now Critical reception, I could not find Home Alone 3 on anything other than Rotten Tomatoes. So, I've got, got Rotten Tomatoes okay. for all three. And yay. Luke will be happy. So, 66% for <laughs> Home Alone 1, 35% for Home Alone 2, 32% oh, for Home Alone 3. No way. Yeah. God,
1: I'm, I've got the hot... Yeah, see, this is great, you guys. It just proves you're wrong. It proves it's nostalgia <laughs> for you. No,
0: look, I, I, we'll get to it. I, I understand, but... You're
1: asking a secret Trump rose. That's why you like this number two. I mean that should bump it a few percent, right? <laughs> what a what
0: a performance.
2: <laughs> he helped that kid, man.
1: He did. Good guy. Good
0: guy. Yep. Mm. All right, oh, let's wow. kick it off with Home Alone. One day Kevin wakes up from his Oh, sorry, an eight year old troublemaker mistakenly left home alone must defend his home against a pair of burglars on Christmas
2: Eve. Man, yep. this opening scene just like i have so much to say about this whole the whole family environment the pizzas yeah. the cop at the door the delivery driver knocking the thing off um not every kid their parents are not there or like you know uh joe Pesci is great i love him in this role as well it's just like one of the only like serious actors if you know what i mean like in this is just like he's used to all these i don't think he really did other stuff like this outside of him.
1: no i think this is the only thing i I read something about this a while ago and I forgot. I should have researched again. But yeah, this is kind of like a weird thing he did, and I don't think I don't know if he even wanted to, but yeah, this is the only like comedy besides um it's like my cousin Vinny. It's more of a serious comedy, but yeah, he really kind of stuck to dramas aside from this mm. this foray into kids' films. mm but- but
0: yeah, I, I oh. like. I like. Yeah, this opening scene is fun. Like, just the, the chaos in that house is unbelievable. The size of that house is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, let's look. Here's the. <laughs> this is the
1: question. These people like, have to be billionaires. Yes. Right? <laughs> what does his dad do? What is? His, what do they do? How can they afford this crap? It's the '90s. I get it, but like, what's happening? I mean, maybe yeah. they're from old money
0: because his brother's living in France and they're they're all going over there on a holiday and That's like true. it's. I don't know. There's a lot of expenses here that.
2: And I mean, he's what? His brother or his cousin has like a whole apartment building in New York. Yeah, it's the same one. The that's city in France, as well as the but, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right.
0: Uncle Frank is probably is he must be the loser of the family. I'm assuming.
1: So is Uncle Frank his wife's brother?
0: I, I don't know. I don't think they give us a family tree or anything. I'm just assuming he's his we brother, need to find but that's that probably out. not he's... right. Actually, well, he's such a cheapskate. Oh, Fra- Uncle Frank,
1: Uncle like... Frank. All right. So this what? whole. This whole opening scene, <laughs> this whole opening section is is horrible. It is awful people being awful, just doing awful things. Like, I, I get the whole, like, it's meant to be fun. It's meant to be, ha-ha, what a crazy family. But the whole time, it just makes me sad. This whole opening, all of it is just really depressing. Because this kid is just like, hey, can anyone help me pack? And they're like, oh, you're a disease. You're awful. We hate you. And the parents are just like, "God, Kevin, you're such a you're such an inconvenience for trying to get ready for our trip to Paris." They're yeah. awful parents, awful uncles, awful kids, and then the whole the is just like, "Yeah, Kevin, poor oh, no, bad.
2: Kevin's Kevin's in the right." Even as a kid watching it, I never felt like, "Oh man, Kevin's misbehaving," or he's like this. It's like, dude, he's like eight years old, and he's like packing to go on a trip to Paris, and so they're just gonna let him pack. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's super unreasonable and, like, super unrealistic of mm-hmm. them. And then he tries to get help off any of his siblings or cousins and they're just, like, <laughs> flammoid. Like, yeah, get out, out of the room. Just, <laughs> it's just, like, they're
0: all assholes. Buzz is a real ass. like. Yeah, yeah, he's the worst. I don't know. This this is, like, to me, like, classic John Hughes where, like, everybody's a dick Nobody else yep. gets it except for like your main character, right? Like they're the only one yep. who gets it. Yeah, everyone, yes, el- yes. everyone else is just an asshole. Yeah,
2: when Kevin says the line, and without doubt, every year when I watch it, it cracks me up so much because it's just like you agree with him so much. He's just like, it's such a great zinger. He's like, I don't want to see any of you again for the rest of my whole life. And it's like perfectly mm. delivered. It's just like, a, yeah, no, you guys are assholes. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to see you again at all, ever.
1: Yeah. And obviously, the, the big lines when Uncle Fred's like, look what you did, you little did jerk. a little yeah. jerk. And everyone just agrees. Everyone just stares. It's like, shame on you, Kevin. And I'm like, what the hell's going on with this family?
2: Buzz yeah. was barfing up pizza that he ate. And he <laughs> like, an asshole. Like, screw Buzz. Buzz.
1: Yeah. I just, I just feel sad. I get, like, as a kid, you would see this and be like, I've also felt like i You know, because as a kid, you're always feeling like you're the one who's hard done by. You're always yeah. feeling up-targeted. So you're meant to... It appeals to that. It makes you resonate and be like, yes, I know what that's like. But I have
2: it as a brother. Yeah. <laughs> like legitimately,
1: you know? I mean, but the whole thing is it, I just get anxiety watching this because I've seen this movie twice now and every time I just get anxiety seeing just the, the chaos and just the people running around and just everywhere. I'm like, oh, I can't think of a fresher hell than that.
2: You've but, watched The Bear.
1: And that seems peaceful. that's at least you really can cook. does. This is at <laughs> least yeah, there's food there. This is just awful kids and awful parents, and everyone's just like screaming at each other. No, it is it's nuts in that house. Yep.
0: And yeah, you're right. It is a bit anxiety inducing. How do you guys feel about um, Macaulay Culkin and his performance? I mean, particularly in this one, but overall? because i I mean, I, it might be the nostalgia talking, but i I don't know. I like him. He's like my my childhood actor, right? Like I don't know. he's just fun. I feel like he's he has that lovable
2: cheekiness to him. There's like, you know, there's a reason he was a, a child actor and he, <laughs> he's good at what he do, did at such a young age. And like he, you know, is the lead character in these two films that, you know, made as much money as what you said. Like massive numbers at the box office for a, a, a child-led film is huge, I think. Yeah. Um, like massive pressure on him. And I, I never watch it and like obviously there's a – Few scenes that people mock, us about, but I never watch and go, Oh man, you're like this kid can't act. And you still watch stuff today, and it's like, Oh man, this kid can't act, you know. Um, let no, me he- tell you, <laughs> this kid can't act. No, Kona, no, don't do this to us. I'm sorry,
0: I,
1: no. I just, do, you, do you really do, feel you, like, do you like, that? like obviously really we're Tolkien's performance. performance? I, I genuinely don't think he's very good in this. I think he's like a, he's a child actor. I the one who reminded me, he reminded me a lot of Jake Lloyd from Star Wars 1. Like got some, got some, you know, some cute little appeal to it. Like he's got a natural sort of cuteness and a sort of a, not a not a graphic That's wrong. But he's got some sort of like he's just kind of cute. It's like oh yeah, that's a lovable looking kid. He's got the because he's got kind of the droopy like the I think it's droopy eyes. I I don't know. He's got something about him that's just kind of interesting looking, and he's kind of lovable with his big sweater on, and he just looks so small. But like some of his deliveries, is obviously, he's really. Like, he's 10 years old in this, so I'm not going to be like, he didn't deliver it perfectly, because that's unfair. Yeah. But I was kept thinking of Jake Lloyd, and everybody's like, he's awful. Everyone is merciless to him. I'm like, I don't know. I, 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 think, I, I put them in, I think they're exactly the same.
0: I think Jake Lloyd's way worse. I'm sorry. I think uh, Jake Lloyd is like asleep in in The Phantom Menace to me. He's very dreary, whereas I, at least Macaulay Culkin's expressive and seems to be I, having fun himself to some degree. Even if it's over raises, the top, like,
1: oh, but like when he raises the eyebrows, he's like, "My family disappeared," and it's like, you can see he's trying to figure out how to raise them. Like, it's not, <laughs> <that's> not funny. <laughs> it. it's, it's like, funny. No, the funniness is because you're like, oh, if they've told a kid to raise his eyebrows, he doesn't know how. Sure, that's funny. That's not good. That's bad. Part of the joke there is that he's not a good actor.
2: No, see, I, when I was a kid, see, I thought Young Anakin was the coolest kid ever. I was like, man. He's so cool, I wish I had hair like him, you know, and now, like I can watch him be like, "Oh man, that was a bad kid actor but home alone not the not the case. It's still as good and as entertaining no I, I,
1: I real I truly don't think he's that great he's just he's got all the kid he's got kid actor energy, like because he holds this together he's just he's interesting and he's kind of magnetic to a weird extent, but I don't. Know, I think it says a lot that he never went on to do a whole lot. I think it says a fair bit that he didn't go on to have a prolonged, prolific career, like several of his brothers did.
0: He like he but, had a big career as a child actor, though. Like y- it, yes, even outside yes. of these movies, I don't think you can know have it so, against him. And I think no, no, he, yeah. he more than any of his brothers got like eaten up by the Hollywood machine. Right, like being a childhood star, it messes people up. We've seen it time and time again.
2: It messed and, him up for a long time. And and it he, hasn't been he recently. Got it the worst. That he sort of come back into being himself again, and like you know, getting his life together and stuff like that. But absolutely, yeah. Did, have you guys done any
1: research into him? Because I like, I, I that's the kind a of what
2: do you have you actually? <laughs> oh, I mean, right. so I read into what happened. In, I wanted to talk about it when we talk about Homeland Three, like the, about the original plan for that. Um, uh, we so, can hold it off then. But yeah, um, he was obviously burnt out by child acting and like you know you didn't see him as a teenager acting and stuff like that and then it was like it just felt like after that it was a random cameo as an adult it's like hey look it's macaulay colgan showing up or he would show up at a wrestling event in the crowd because <laughs> he loves wrestling yeah like, and that was it like,
1: yeah but, yeah he became he became himself like he just became sort of i don't know, ironically kind of like donald trump he became a celebrity of like you knew who he was just because of who he was
2: and i mean if you can retire at the age of like 10 it's you know you're not going to have a normal life and like your perception of things are going to be very skewed
0: the problem is like it it looks like he had to like take his parents to court to stop them from controlling his trust fund like as a young kid yeah, his parents okay. split up when he was 10 years old there was the whole thing where he was close to michael jackson which like just had had rumor and innuendo around it. And yeah, was, it was probably a really bad situation. He I don't still know.
2: defends Michael Jackson, mm. but the, even the media circus around all that and like having this attention of like being seen as this victim or whatever um, yeah, yeah. isn't isn't great. Yeah, yeah. I, mean,
1: I mean, yeah, being that that thrust into the limelight because this movie was huge. Like I said, four hundred eighty million. Like, yeah. and everyone in the world knows this movie and knows who Macaulay Culkin is. Yeah. So yeah, being thrust into that amount of fame at that time. He's always going to mess you up or do yeah. some things to your head. It's just interesting because it's yeah, like his his level of fame compared to his siblings is completely different. Yeah, but like his two brothers go on to have pretty good careers, and like one of his brothers is acting at cause R- Rory Culkin's in Signs, and he's twelve in that, so he's two years older. But he is like chalk and cheese above, like. Just a superior actor in every way, but either him and Rory, him and um, Kieran, just seem to not have the same issues. But I, but still had a have had a decent career. Like it's just it's interesting, I guess, to see them like this height so early on, and just how it crashes, and then mm. sort of on the other side, see a sort of slow climb to success, and how it yep. seems to be stable.
2: Well, Conan, as a fellow Succession fan, what as did you think of, what did you think of Kieran Culkin's performance in this? Well,
1: that's what I mean. That guy's. Like the family's got got chops. Like Kieran Culkin is um, a phenomenal actor. He's was good too. Like I really love Scott Pilgrim. He's great in that. He's
0: probably he's ma- the best part
1: of that. Honestly, he he totally is. He's amazing in that. He's he's in two episodes of Fargo season two, and he's like he's just great in it. Yeah, and like his brother Rory, yeah, he's in Science. He's in Columbus. He's in um.
3: What Which the, what one was is in Kate?
1: Scream? That's that's Rory. So that's yeah, the okay. one. he's in Scream. It's so like he's real. Like he's probably. I wouldn't know if he's as good. He's probably as good as Kieran. Like, he does sort of the real quote-unquote films. But mm. like, yeah, like, I really respect all of them, and I want to see Macaulay Culkin keep acting, so I don't know if he's good or not, but I, just, I don't think he's good in these movies. He's a... He's got a child star energy. He's interesting looking, and he's cute, but I don't think he's good.
2: Have you watched his other films when he was a kid? Like, like did My, you watch...
1: My Girl? My
2: Girl, Richie Rich... Um, uh, no, nah, I
1: actually don't know if I've seen any of the other movies. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. So, I remember not wanting Richard Rich when I was a kid.
2: Yeah, again. I just,
1: I, I'm, a, I'm opposed to capitalism, so I think someone being that rich <laughs> with two riches in their name is you a problem. Fair enough.
2: Fair Which, enough. I mean, the the family's that rich in this film too. Um, touching on <laughs> what, what we what said earlier, really everyone is an asshole in this film. Like, not even just his family. It's just <laughs> yeah. like everyone's like a, an asshole. Um there's the whole thing with the, the police when they call the cops and it's just, like, the cops are so... Like, tell them to count their kids again. A cab. Like, yeah. you know, like, he's fine. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: There's some really hopeless police work in these movies, isn't there?
0: there
1: yeah. There, there really is. <laughs> I like... Grani, you're right to what you said, where this is kind of the John Hughesness, where he's he's just making... Like, he's creating a world that connects with these people this age. It's like the whole world is assholes yeah. except, except you, viewer who's in the same life stage as these people. It happened with, he did it with teenagers in the 80s, and he's doing it with kids here. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I truly think that's why this movie has so much appeal and, like, has people who saw it, people who see it as a kid, I think, are just drawn to it because, like, it they just gets them. They're like, it, John Hughes had that gift to really tap into the experience of, of youth. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm sure if I saw this as a kid, I would have the a, a similar fondness. But I'm a, I'm a callous old man, and so I can see that this is just this is just abuse
2: porn. This is just enjoying his suffering. And- I mean, it's kind, its like life, though. Everyone is an arsehole except like you and John Candy.
1: <laughs> That's the lesson I took from.
2: That's
0: right. John Candy's R- always a good guy in his movies. To be fair.
1: RIP. 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 Is he he's always a, a misunderstanding? Mis- he's a
2: delight. I, I love watching him on film. He's yeah, so good. He he's
1: un- he's underused. And in- I, I I knew he was in this, and I forgot that his role was so small. Though he just kind of talks about polka for ten minutes. It's It's, pol- it's, it's pol- basically pol- a cameo,
0: essentially, right? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah him just, and John Hughes were good friends, and they just, must have been. They did a lot of stuff yeah. together by those things.
0: Um. So the whole time watching this and the second movie, my wife's like, "Oh man, this reminds me of Harry Potter." Obviously, Chris Columbus, the director of the first two movies, directed the first two, three Harry Potter movies. John Williams that's, did the score. Did you guys feel that connection? I don't know. I'm not really into Harry Potter, so it's not not something that struck
2: me. But I mean, I'm a big, like, score guy. Like, I love movie scores. I listen to composers all the time. I love listening to movie soundtracks. And it is something that, like... You know the Home Alone theme, I think, is instantly recognisable, and it's like an mm. iconic theme um, in cinema. And I, I listen to it every Christmas; like it's part of our Christmas playlist that we have. Is the theme song for Home Alone? I've um, been humming it ever since watching these movies. Yeah, like it's it so it's so good, Karen. It's good. You can't deny Losers. that. Losers, um, unless you're going to criticise John Williams, but I will. I I remember a few years ago, distinctively being like, uh, and like picking up on it you when know, it's like. Well, it reminds me of Star Wars. It reminds me of like original Star Wars. Like you play the opening theme of that, and like picture Luke walking around Tatooine, and it's exactly the same sort of music. Um, but yeah, then when I rewatched Harry Potter recently, again, as soon as it started, I was just like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This is like Home Alone." I was like, "This is great." Um, yeah. In and I mean, does that make him a bad composer? Um. Oh man, can we get into hot All takes of his on stuff John, sounds John the John same. <laughs> all of his stuff sounds the same.
1: I don't know. Yeah, Conan I,
0: definitely has that opinion. I think. I
1: I have some controversial opinions about John Ooh. Williams. Um. Yeah. Like, I had the I I had the thought about sort of the magic, like, because this movie is all about the Christmas magic, like the lights, mm. the scenes, like the iconography of Christmas is so, so saccharine, and everything is so meticulous. The, to the ability
0: to it. perfectly booby trap your whole home, like it's all magic. Yeah.
1: Right? Exactly, it's all just fantasy, and John Williams is good at doing fantasy music. Um, and Chris Columbus seems to have a knack for that. Whether he he learned it from here or he always had that, but it definitely you can definitely see like the the bones there. You can see him being like, yeah, figuring out that aesthetic, and it, it translates well. Like young kids in the wonder of this environment, and hmm. yeah, you know, that's 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 Harry Potter's whole thing. This like this young boy learning the magic of the world when he kills dark wizards and. This is the kid learning the magic of killing down on their luck like, criminals like
3: hmm.
0: yeah, let's we need to sympathize with these criminals, I think it's just hitting up people while they're on 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 holiday. that's
1: all right so let let's, here's what we see. We see a family with too much wealth,
2: a double story
1: 40 <laughs> room house that can afford trips to Paris with how many kids like fifteen, I think the mm. headcount is.
2: That'd be an expansive and- trip. Yeah.
1: And they're just doing it and they're like, look, yeah, it's fine. We're going to order pizzas for it. There's no, there's never any mention of like we're taking a loan out for this. They never talk about money stress. They're, their parents are in first class.
0: They do talk about it being the French brother's money. He pays for the trip.
1: Uh, well, family money is is even worse than self-made money. So we just see the corporate, the capitalist elite thriving. And then you see two down in their luxe, One's an Italian-American. <laughs> one's obviously an Italian-American immigrant. One's a man with clear learning difficulties and additional <laughs> needs. No. <laughs> and they're fine. just and they're trying to get by to probably buy Christmas presents for their families for all we know. We don't know what the wet bandits
2: are doing. I don't think the wet bandits have families, man. They never seem oh. to care about like and to. So wanna...
1: Maybe they just want a Christmas together because they have no family, because their families mm. were killed in, in you know, growing up in the streets. And sometimes and so they forget supposed-
0: to turn the faucets off when they accidentally turn them all on in their
1: house. Because of inhaling lead fumes from the right. dive they have to live in. And so we're supposed <laughs> to sympathise with this sociopathic child who's like... Who they-
2: tortures them. For tortures them. They're, they're coming to try to
1: have... They're basically coming and say, hey, can we have some money to live. And he's like, no, no, this is my family's wealth that I've earned. I'm going to torture you because how dare you a poor person think you have any right to it. It's
2: like attempted murder every 2 minutes. Yeah. Like straight up attempted murder. It's hardcore. Yeah.
0: Cool. I loved I loved the booby trapping when I was a kid. Like I would I would like draw the you know the little chart he draws out of like all the booby traps. <laughs> I'd be doing that and I'd be like making plans and I'd never do anything. Obviously I'd never killed a man as a child, but mm. I
3: don't know. That's crazy.
0: I I enjoy the traps, but I can't help as an adult to feel like I kind of count on, on my hands and toes how many times he's killed these men over and over and over again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the fun over. game. Like every trap, it's like that would kill them. You just like take a drink and you'll be drunk. Yeah.
2: I mean, that, that's the thing. There's like, there's a charm to it because how many, I feel like at least two or three times now in this podcast, uh, where we've mentioned like oh home alone vibes, like there was a James Bond film where he's setting up traps and it's like, yeah. Oh, cool, this is like <laughs> he's true. home alone in it, you know. Yeah. Um, and you think about you see anybody in a movie setting up traps and that's instantly what you go to is home alone. Um, I think of the Roman Empire basically. and oh, I mean, siege war, as we do, but yeah, um, as I mentioned, but like it's just yeah, it's the degree of it, it's just I don't know, it cracks me up so much, like it's. <laughs> the best slapstick, Conan. I I don't. I you, it's, it's so funny. I, I it's crack fine. It's fine. Up laughing every time. It's fine. There we go.
1: It's fine. Slapsticks. Did you a serious thing note though? Did you guys feel or do you guys feel that the trap portion of the movie is like is is too little? Because I, I, in
0: I, my mind, it was longer. Like in my memory, a- it's a it's like half this movie at least.
1: And and to your point, Luke, like oh, when you think of Home Alone, you think of setting up your house in a defense from from invaders. It's like twenty five minutes, half an hour of this movie. The rest know, of it is just
2: third act. It's, yeah. yeah,
1: the rest of it is just him being home and just being like having fun, going shopping. Like,
0: there's a bit of all of that. I mean, he does the whole like you know the, the silhouettes in the window, to pretend there's a party going on and stuff. I actually yeah. think it shows a real restraint to not make this movie ninety percent traps like. Yes, you, you could have that just extend on forever and ever and ever, but we get these fun moments of Kevin McAllister going shopping and asking if the toothbrush is approved by the American Dental Association. Like, I don't know. Yeah.
2: The the grocery bags breaking, like, relatable. Yep. Like, that's great. I love the getting to know situation. the creepy
0: old man across the road that for some reason never talks until... He, 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 can, he can only talk in church, I think, is, the, is what his curse is. <laughs> mm.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's got... <laughs>
1: It's like a reverse vampire.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, even even the early trap, like not traps, but like him setting off the firecrackers in the pan yeah. and playing like, playing the, the scene from that movie, which blew my mind years later. That it's not from a real movie; like they filmed that for the, yeah. this movie. It's it's great yeah. because it's like that weird like effect that everyone sort of oh no, that's an old classic movie. Yeah, the Mandela um, effect. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's just. It's great. like Marv is so good. Like,
0: mm. I I really appreciate him, and he popped up again on Reddit a few years ago, and everyone was he was doing the scream for everyone and stuff. It was a lot of fun. Like
2: his com, like his timing, and just like his physical comedy. Like people talk about Kramer in Seinfeld, and just like his physical presence, and like he was very like comedic and everything like that. With and Marv's very much the same. Like, just I don't know. Man, Marv cracks me up. There's so much stuff that I quote from these films. Like me and my brothers just quote it all the time. Even if it does make sense in context, you know, we'll just be like, Harry. <laughs> like, one of us gets hurt, we're just laying on the ground, just you know, and someone's throwing bricks at us. It's, we just bring out quotes your brother, like that. Your brother just <laughs> drops a brick on your skull. All the time. I told you. <laughs> I told you. Buzz. Buzz man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> God. Duh. Conan, is there anything about this film you enjoyed? And don't just be a contrarian. That's it's who I am. It's like even my name. Did you dislike watching the film, or were you like,
1: <sighs> no, like, like I, I truly get bored watching this. The first time I watched it, I was pretty bored. And watching it again, I was really bored with it. Like, I think because of the the whole, the fun part of the movie is the traps. The rest of it, <sighs> the rest of it is is meant to be proper storytelling and character building and all that stuff. And I just I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. I just don't care. I don't. Sure, it's quirky that he goes to the shop and, you know, everywhere he goes, the adults will, like, give him the, the raised eyebrow and it's like, you're here alone? What a precocious scamp. But
0: I'm not going to help you.
1: No, yeah, but they're all still assholes to him. And as a kid, it's like, I'm sure you'd have the fun. And be like, yeah, I could do that if I needed to. I could go shopping. I've seen my parents do it. Like, That's fine.
2: I just, I don't did, care for it. I want to did, see more traps. Did you buy the foreshadowing and, like, the situation they created of how this kid could be left at home alone? Oh, uh, like not yeah. The in. neighbor coming across who just starts going through their bags like randomly and shit mm. like that, and they're just what a brat. I saw, oh yeah, the, he just phone to... the phone lines are down. Phone lines are down. So, not, like the it, alarm
0: clock. Like the power goes off, so the alarm clocks all get reset. Yeah, it's
2: all part. It's all part of the
1: the magic we're talking about, though the the fantasy of it. Like no, none of it's logical. None of it. The family being that awful is almost unbelievable. Like hey, you have a family just so callous to their own child. And and yeah, like it, every there's a lot of convenient storytelling things, but that's just part of the whole. Like the idea of an eight year old surviving this is not going to happen. Like he's not going to be able to do all this stuff. He's not going to be able to set up the traps. But he gives he's, you hope. The no, the, the, the burglars no. are definitely going. <laughs> like True. it's a it's all a fantasy, and that's so in that it's fine. Like I was never like, oh, how's the narrative going to turn this way? And good, I'm really compelled for this, which is part of the reason why it frustrates me that they spend so much of the movie. Telling the story of like this poor kid, he's learning the value of family. But no, he's not. He's just learning his family's still the worst. Like,
2: <laughs>
1: which is another. Yeah. It's weird. Cause there's so many parts. He's like, please bring me back my family. I'm like, wait, why? What? Why? Why do you want your family back? They're still kind of because no, he's
2: scared. He's scared that the criminals mm. are going to kill him.
1: It's not that about the film all- being yeah. good.
2: He's scared about you know dying alone. Um, by these older criminal mob bosses. Um, is the is is this a supernatural film? As in, there's magic. We said that already. Did, did, like, did he did he wish this into the universe? Like he says, like I wish, you know, that I don't have a family. And then it's like goes to the mysterious Harry Potter music outside, and the lightning causes the alarm. That's Lock.
1: true. That's tr- yeah. You're
2: right. You know, is is it something that's granting his wish to teach him a life lesson, or what's going on there? Is it just a coincidence? No, it's not a Christmas wish. No? Definitive, no. it's definitively not. No, I think
1: you're right. I and mean, he's. Is- Here's my theory for it. He gets left home alone and Kevin McAllister dies from starvation because he doesn't know how to fend for himself. <laughs> the rest of it is his dying dream that the right. cop that he saw, Joe Pesci is actually just a cop and he's trying to check on the families and his dying dream is like, oh, they must be robbing me and that's what's happening. It's all fantasy. So it's actually a, a horrible tragedy of this child dying from abandonment.
2: So what's number two? Is Number it the dream t- continuing still? <laughs> Number two is his so he's parents. or saved. It's right. his mom's
1: deathbed dream, right? Yeah, it's her a, it's a grief-induced, like, <laughs> she's going comatose. Uh, and she just keeps playing through these scenarios where her, she keeps reliving her own hell.
2: Before they get to the final happening two, and that's why you know, she can die peacefully, and they get yeah. a, new, a new kid. Because it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the McAllisters are all dead. They get a better McAllister.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's let's uh let's move on to Home Alone Two. Do you think the synopsis is any different for Home Alone Two? I uh...
2: yeah, it's completely New different. New York, I know. New it's
0: York. it's just New York though. One year after Kevin McAllister was left home alone and had to defeat a pair of bumbling burglars, he accidentally finds himself stranded in New York City, and the same criminals are not far behind. How convenient! How convenient! Ooh. But they're not the wet bandits anymore. They're, they're the, the sticky, sticky bandits. bandits.
1: But this is your guy's favourite, I take it.
0: It was when I was a kid. I loved this movie as a kid. And it's 100% because the traps are like... Like, if he killed them in Our the first one, works. he, like, mutilates them in yeah. this one. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: They're hardcore in this.
0: Yeah. It's- so, I, I really enjoyed that part of it. And so, I watched this movie more. And I the whole time watching the first one, I'm like, man, there's not the traps aren't a big part of this. The second one, the traps are way more. But they're still, like, only the final act. It's still not... You know, yeah. we still have fun adventures in New York first, which maybe they should have been.
1: With a soon-to-be well, one-day president, yeah.
2: Yep. I think I have more nostalgia for the second one. Hmm. I can definitely see why the first one would be rated higher as a better film, but I don't know. Um, Tim Curry is awesome in the yeah, second he's... one as the hotel manager. All the hotel and... staff are good.
0: Like Rob, yeah, Rob, like... Rob Schneider is <laughs> Rob yeah.
2: so good. The gum... <laughs> yeah it's like, nice family it's, yeah oh man like tim curry everything um i love it like when you know she slaps him he's just like do bundle up it's awful it's awfully cold outside and his lips <laughs> just starts quivering he's like oh so good yeah so good yeah the traps are just so much more deadly in <laughs> second one it's good yeah yeah yeah, even like he love-
0: even does. I love. I enjoy the where he does the the silhouette again, and he's got Uncle Frank singing,
1: and then he's, he's like, "Get
0: out of here, you nosy little pervert or I'm gonna slap you, slap silly. silly!
1: And he runs yeah. out, trips I over. Probably- it's funny when they all come back in, like how they reuse the the gangster film again. Yep. Is the Angels with Dirty Faces or whatever? Yeah. It's like I've said, yeah. I saw you kissing Marv, <laughs> Big Big Joey.
2: you smooching everybody,
1: on, and he looks around, and one of them's there. <laughs> it's it's like, not true.
2: Like it's that's funny.
1: Lie. That part's good quality.
2: Yeah, but
1: then you know he starts shooting. And I'm like, man, active shooters are no laughing matter anymore. That's the world true. changed after nine eleven. You could you could joke, you could joke about planes and guns, mm. no more.
0: I don't know. It might have been some other events that maybe changed the landscape on shooting. I think, but yeah, it, that did feel kind of strange in
1: 2023. Yeah, it's just a weird moment. I had like this, there's this just guns going and everyone's just like, what's happening? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's a America. <laughs> oh cool another shooting yeah, yes. did you, you enjoy editor. I don't know did you enjoy this movie more than the first one I liked that New York was a character in this yeah. they really built it as a character they definitely tried yeah i it's it's got that it's a good sequel approach of um yeah it's the exact it's the exact same movie but it's a different setting yeah. states slightly increase like and it's fun being like instead of just being in a house yeah it's all of New York and so I i and, I think I probably enjoyed this one a bit more because it is fun having like it's just more comp- more interesting to watch him go around New York and see it's more and traps them. as well too. Like the traps part is more interesting because mm-hmm. he's got to go through several stories of apartment buildings and stuff. Yeah, and
0: and I think the the creepy stranger with a good heart was a better character in this movie as well. I like was she, just about to say the pigeon. Yeah, yeah, she's way more compelling than the the snow shoveler from the first movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. pigeon lady's good. She's actually she brings some good emotion to it. Yeah.
0: They, they, but, they're yeah. sitting up there watching the you know the orchestra
1: yeah yeah that's like a, a dope nightmare. hangout. yeah it is but like how does this happen again like i'm sorry how, this, <laughs> how does he get left did you know did anymore? you
2: not watch the film they perfectly <laughs> yeah. showed how it happened again he oh had i, I replaced the battery
1: this is the this was the one where I started to rub up against the magic of it where they're just like <laughs> a battery gets replaced and there's some guy in the exact same coat there yeah. and and his parents are just like let's run and hope you falls. like just imagine, you guys are both parents. Imagine for a minute you once forgot your child on a trip.
2: <laughs> on the previous hey, trip. the One Trooms year, one year one later, you're like,
1: it's the exact same thing happening. And you're like, all right, we're going to hope he doesn't get lost again and we just got to run. Like,
2: You'd be attached at the hip. Right? Yeah. Short, like, no parent is this bad. But they're shitty people.
1: They really are. They and
2: are. Who, who have 15 kids. They don't care if Kevin dies. They'll get the but life to be, to be
0: fair, they have like five kids. The other kids are from yeah. other families, but still, yeah. here
1: always there. This, this is like the eighteen hundreds. Over a few kids are going to die. They They'll
2: just like, oh, i have yeah. another. <laughs> 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 it's
1: definitely got. I, it kind of it really frustrated me at the beginning when um he's talking to Catherine O'Hara again, and she's like, "Remember what happened last time?" He's like, "Yeah, I hope I get lost." And she's like, "Well, maybe you will." And it's like God. Who says that to their child? But they, but they are last year. And he
2: had to fight off like criminals who were going to murder him. <laughs> it's like a he's... traumatic PTSD experience. And, yeah, yeah. Would
1: he be as emotionally stable as he is in this? It's a good. It's a fair question. It's a fair it. question. <laughs>
3: <Maybe>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's he's actually been seeking it out. I think this movie also doesn't happen after nine eleven because Kevin never gets on a plane without a proper boarding pass and a seat assigned to him. And All of that, like yeah. they're never like, oh, just get on there and find a seat. That never ever would happen. Hell no, now. hell no,
1: yeah. This this they movie's trust apart.
2: a little nine year old.
1: <laughs> no, they're, <laughs> they're not letting, they're terrorist. not letting if uh, they're, a kid
0: they're not allowed to yeah. take drink bottles on there and they're gonna have to take their shoes off before they get on. Like, at the... <laughs> yeah,
1: if a kid runs in is like, oh, my, my parents are on there, they're not gonna be like, sure, they're gonna stop and be like, let's find him or something. Like, they're not, yeah, gotta let a kid run on, they like, I trust him.
2: He sees the back of his head, and he's like, yeah, there he is. Because <laughs> no, be the stewardess says, "Make sure he finds his parents before you." But
1: he also oh, drops him. his boarding pass, and they're like, "I guess it's, it's nuts. Not yeah. gonna happen."
2: He's a free flight flight to Paris. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> that airline would be so. I that airline would be liable if that kid's guy like, goes to the wrong place.
2: Maybe how they get their money—they lose a kid every year and sue the people responsible. <laughs> <in> <laughs> it's not That's it's a kid. bad plan,
0: actually. uncle Frank's, <laughs> uncle
1: Frank's a mad
0: drifter. Yeah, he's the one in on it, right? It wouldn't—I
1: don't need to be his
2: parents. It's Uncle Frank. He causes,
1: yeah, (laughs) yeah, causes accidents, claims the insurance money.
2: Yeah, I um, yeah, I do like the like the whole thing of them getting to Florida as well, and it's just all stormy and it's just miserable. And Kevin's just living it up. He's like, yeah, but he gets rewarded. He gets rewarded. His family are bad people. He's good.
0: Well, I like that he the the holiday is better because. They all end up in New York and end up in the nice penthouse suite, and it's like, oh, yeah. and I don't know why the dad's like, you spent fifteen hundred dollars on room service.
2: The kid was it's trapped like, in New dude, York on his own. What I the know. hell do you want him to do? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they've just given you this room for I know, Christmas that room and filled yeah. your room with presents. That's more than fifteen hundred dollars, you cheapskate. Yep. Yeah, it's just as bad as Uncle Frank. Yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> <an>
1: awful family. <laughs> awful family. McAllister's <laughs> need to be indicted. Yeah, Donald Trump's cameo is. um it hits differently. It's kind of funny.
0: It is. It's very I, strange.
1: I Yeah.
0: I feel like he wasn't even... I don't know. He's like, this is before The Apprentice. Who knew who Donald Trump was he's in He's known in America as,
2: like, oh, the rich Trump guy that owns Trump Tower, like, kind of thing. Yeah. It's, like, almost... Uh, not even what Elon Musk is. It, what Elon Musk was 10 years ago when it was just, like, yeah. oh, the owner of Tesla. Mm, he's just, like... Yeah. No, I, I remember
1: listening to a podcast about this or something and they were talking about this exact thing. And yeah, he was kind of like a, he's like, because it, it's referenced in um, in an episode of Sex and the City as well. Like at one moment, Carrie sees and she's like, wow, I'm seeing Donald Trump. What's more New York than that? So it was a real thing. But I think because the Trump family is, and Trump Tower is an institution there, mm. that he was just one of those like famous people. New York. Yeah, exactly. Like you go to New York and the famous people or the important people in New York, Donald Trump is one of them. Definitely not to the yep. same extent, but like enough to yeah get a cameo in here. And, mm. and I don't. Know. Do you think this movie is what makes him president in twenty sixteen?
2: <laughs> I think yeah, it appealed to that many kids that that generation just grew up and like no, like that's Dude, it. right? So if you see guy.
1: The, if you see this in nineteen ninety two as a I don't know as an eight year old, yeah twenty year twenty years passes twenty four years passes. You're in your 30s. You're a bit disgruntled with the way life's turned out. You know, the the lovable man from Home Alone 2 turns up and says, Make your country great again.
2: And it's just like, Hey, man, he helped Kevin McAllister when no one else did. And now he's helping America. All right. Let's just. As a disclaimer,
1: disclaimer, I don't support Trump. We're Australian. (laughs) We have no
2: horse in this race. But it's worth noting that this movie is responsible. Um, the one thing from this, and we're skipping all the traps for me talking about this, but in the ending with um Duncan giving them this room full of presents and toys, like, cause you know, he gives them away to, he likes to give the toys away as he says in the thing and he gives it to the freaking billionaire family <laughs> because what they, they didn't have the presents in their billion dollar hotel they're staying at. And he, so he donates the presents on Christmas to them instead of like kids who actually need it. Well, the whole yeah, thing that's...
0: is like saving, like say saving the money that's supposed to go to the children's hospital or whatever it is. Like it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's charity money already. So Kevin saves it. Why not just if this put it to the children's hospital. That's right. Give it to the children's <laughs> hospital. These people do not need this presents. <laughs> no, let's give
1: it to the dying.
2: McAllisters. Yeah. Bloody McAllisters who <laughs> run this country. That's there.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's why Trump's out to help and he's like he's waiting for the McAllister family. Ah, mm. oh, god.
0: Yeah, look. it's all connected. All right. <laughs> should we talk about the traps? I, I, I don't know. I can never get over Marv getting electrocuted.
2: No, it's, it's just the. I don't know. I find that hilarious still. And this is the thing, Conan, because there is a clear difference. Calvin, Calvin. There's a there's a clear difference between this scene. And the one in number three where they do the same gag again, kind of. And it's completely different. One is hilarious and one isn't. And it's not nostalgia that makes a difference. No, yeah,
1: number like, three is the funny one, right? Oh,
2: no, come on, dude. Um, this is the scene that I was talking about where years ago, for some reason, watching I was probably watching it with Alicia, like my wife, for the first time. Like, you know, we both watched these films as kids. And then watching this again, um, as a couple, we had kids. And like watching this film... Man, him y- yelping and like turned into a skeleton for a split second, had me on the floor like in stitches. I was just like yeah. cracking up laughing. There's a video on our phone of us, us recording it because we were just like <laughs> laughing at it. We were like, "Oh my god, this this movie's great!" Like this movie's so funny, and the kids were laughing. It's like, oh, I don't know, it's the physical comedy and as simple as it is, like oh, someone gets electrocuted and turns into a skeleton. It's done so good. Maybe just because of his scream and like <laughs> his
0: scream, his scream really sells that scene. It's great. I, yep. I don't know. I still find that scene funny. Yeah, kind of just like oh, that was so <laughs> funny.
2: Good, <laughs> he was oh, spot on, man. Him, him <laughs> kicking the door and then just being like, "Harry, I've reached <laughs> the top," and then just stepping and falling down and just like, "Wow, what a hole!" <laughs> Sounds like <it> cracks <laughs> his back. It's just like, oh yep. man.
1: The trucks are the standout part. I agree with all yeah. that.
2: Even him I'm just sorry, tos- tossing
0: bricks off the roof roof and then just hitting Marv over and over. Yeah, and that, over
1: again. <laughs> No. But every time I'm like, his his face is just mush. His face yeah. is gone after that fourth brick. Yeah.
2: Just one brick from that high, man. You're dead. Yeah. Like, you're so dead. Brain so trauma, like <laughs> contusions. Um
0: oh man i love the he, I love the he, toilet filled with kerosene because it's such an inconvenient way to put out your head that's on fire to do a handstand over a toilet yeah, and then have the whole thing blow up in your face it's i don't know it's yeah. unbelievable and hilarious at the same time
2: um. Uh, Marv like slipping and sliding On even the floor with the paint. He starts doing a little dance while he's doing it Oh man, just the physical comedy is great And that's why I think Marv is funnier Than Joe Pesci in these films Like 100% I think Joe Pesci's Mannerisms don't hold up Without nostalgia Like the I I don't find that entertaining As as an adult But Marv is hilarious I mean, it's, it's fine.
0: Like, um, it it, it's based on the Hanna Barbera dog or whatever it is, right? Like it's some something from a cartoon. Probably. Uh, well,
1: yeah. Apparently, yeah. He, was, he he was doing it so because he, he kept swearing, and they were like, "You can't swear uh, in this." Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He'd like swear under his breath and like might try to mumble it because he's so used to you know, <laughs> so used to making mafia films.
2: It'd be so um, funny if he was dropping f bombs in this. Like,
1: there is a version of this movie that is like an R-rated horror film. And he's dropping f bombs, and people are getting blown to pieces. Isn't that kind of Saw?
0: Like, isn't wouldn't <laughs> so feel Jay. like Saw was kind of the spiritual you know, success at Home Alone. A little, a little bit. There's definitely yes. been. A ma- I've definitely seen a mashup of like Kevin McAllister grows up to become. <laughs> Jigsaw. Become Jigsaw.
1: Yeah, uh, that would be pretty great if
2: that was the reveal. Is- crew did a video of like. Turning home alone realistic. And I think it was like turning everything R-rated when they get hit by traps. Like what would actually happen? And like with blood splatter and stuff like that. That's your type of film, You'd be, Yeah, that's what that's what I'm after.
1: I'm <laughs> um, just looking through a list here and just seeing some something and that I'm reminded of is like the opening act of this movie when in the Christmas song, when it's like the cat when it's Kevin's oh, solo yeah. and buzz is behind him, and the entire school is just pointing and laughing, and just like, like, who are these monsters? Yeah, I know. Who- and Again, Buzz is
0: in the un- wrong. Uncle Frank <laughs> is, like, cacking himself. He thinks it's the funniest thing ever. And it's yeah. not even funny. Like, he's just no. he's just holding the candles behind his ears and stuff. It's just... like Yeah. yeah.
1: And just the everyone. Yeah. No, just bad. Just makes me mad. Mm.
2: Like, should Buzz have gotten killed? Yes. <laughs> <point? laughs> <laughs> Is there a there's, film we could have Kevin doing traps for Buzz? Like, that's yeah. the jigsaw film. It's just yeah. in his own house. He wakes up and he's like, What the hell? I'm just strapped <laughs> to the bathtub. <laughs> like, what's going on, Kevin? You no, traps never?
1: There's a great stinger. There should be a stinger at the end of this where Buzz wakes up and just like falls down the stairs from a trap. Yeah. And just like, Yeah, that's what
2: we needed. And just his broken body just laying there <laughs> it just as the credits it. roll with like jingle bell music.
1: Tell me that guy comes
2: out and raises his eyebrows. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. right, Shall we move on to number three? Finally. Uh,
1: Finally. If we have to. to. God, I am so here for this.
0: Alex Pruitt, an eight year old boy living in Chicago, must fend off international spies who seek a top secret computer chip in
1: his toy car.
2: Man, the stakes have been risen. Oh, yeah. All right.
1: Here, I'm just going to lay it out. Don't. This is. The best of the three.
0: How how can you believe that? You can't that? be serious.
1: This movie. You can't be serious. Inferior. Yeah, I enjoy this so much more than the other two. Oh my goodness! Sorry, we're I, going
2: to get cancelled. Like you're to <laughs> be saying this on live. air. <laughs>
0: I wrote down a quote from Roger Ebert because I thought it was hilarious, but Conan obviously agrees with it. This movie follows the exact formula of the first two, but is funnier and gentler, has a real charmer for a yes. hero, and provides splendid wish-fulfillment and escapism for kids in, say, the lower grades. And
1: you are going to argue with Roger Ebert.
0: I absolutely am because he has some Atron. terrible takes sometimes. You know he has At-
1: terrible takes. patron saint of me.
0: film. No. <laughs> Boy, he's, nah. he's only well-known because he's so prolific, right? Like... Yeah, he's,
1: it's all critics have. Yeah, we're not going to get it. anyway. Roger Ebert, so, my man. I'm, yeah, he's How, spot, on, it, spot
2: on. Tell me why this movie is better. But, right, Luke, first of all, your... first of all, I just want to say. So the story, right? Apparently, what had happened is Home Alone Three was meant to be filmed right after Two, and oh. it was going to be Kevin McAllister again being left. alone. It could have been the plot to this. They could have had. Kevin McCall's are dealing with some international terrorism ring or something like that as well. Who knows? Um, and it literally fell apart just because of um, Macaulay Culkin. He was just like, "No, I'm done." It's like he was burnt. As in, it was he was burnt out. He had just done Richie Rich as well, and it was like, "I don't want to play that character again." Um, and that stopped the whole production sort of thing and stopped that from continuing he of him not count. wanting to do it. Because um, it's kind of crazy, like. It, they did that well and they're like that iconic that you kind of, I always had this thing of like, why didn't it just go to like a number three? Like why didn't it go on? Or because it didn't feel like it ran out of juice, if you know what I mean. Um, and then apparently the next plot was going to be Kieran in Culkin. His brother was going to be the lead of the film, but they didn't think that he had the charisma or the oh, ability so to carry the film, and man, did he carry that ship on his shoulder? His whole damn <laughs>
1: life,
2: he <laughs> carried forty hours of
1: TV. <laughs> he has. Oh.
2: So yeah, yeah that's apparently what happened. Four, and then, hey, he plays one of the, yeah, the Pepsi kid. <laughs>
1: he yeah, has to take it easy yeah, on the Pepsi. That's interesting. Yeah. It is a weird, yeah. It is weird that like years past, There's recasting with a like. I know, especially Nobody, I don't think this was... Well, not I mean,
2: recast, different child. character. But.
1: Yeah, but it's like, it's, yeah, you're right, but it's like in Chicago, and it's like this is essentially the
2: same thing. The but, mother's like a spitting image of Catherine O'Hara as well mm. sometimes. She looks like exactly right. like her.
1: Let's start there. This okay. movie is so much better because the characters are actually decent. Okay, Rex possibly as, as real human beings. The family is a decent family there. They're a bit, you know, they're busy, they're distracted, but they're not just like, Kevin, stop being an awful parasite on our rich family
2: while we're trying to go <laughs> on holidays.
1: They're just like, hey, I've got to work. I've got, we've got stuff going on. We love you, bud, but, you know, you're sick with the chicken pox. And he's like, yeah, okay, I can siege my house if I have to.
2: A mother who tries like, to call d- in sick to look after a kid but Shh. can't, and he's like, makes, but makes them known like, hey, this is bullshit. She is,
1: Yeah, she is actively against capitalism. She says, You are making me choose between my sick son and paying for my mortgage. I'm like, Preach it, baby. So, like, the characters of the family are just so much better. The the bandits are are arguably more interesting because nah, they've got the cool. I get it. You can't. Like, no, I'm they're, they're not as funny, they're man. They, they're they're Ross Geller. Yeah. just um, yeah. <laughs> A <laughs> poor man's Ross Geller. Yeah. Yeah, they're just they're
3: nobodies.
0: Like, like- I don't know. Except for Scarlett Johansson, nobody in this movie said anything. And there you go.
1: Two words: Why this is better. Scarlett Johansson. All right. See, that's
2: the thing. Even his siblings, they troll him. They troll him, but it's like in a sibling way that it's like they're being assholes. And they're like, yeah, they're not like you're an asshole. Like they're not like absolutely abusing him to the point that, like, you know, the the government should be called to come in and take this kid out of his house. Yes. It's just, like, they're not, little jabs at him.
1: Exactly. They're not putting razors in his water like we know Buzz is doing. <laughs> oh, Buzz is 100% just, doing that.
2: They're just, like, huh? yeah,
1: exactly. They're, they're real. They're possible. Like, they're, the first two feels like a complete, like, bizarre fantasy. Nothing real. This one feels, aside from the outlandish concept, that the Hong Kong mafia is trying to get military chips. <laughs> All the characters are legal. And so there's actual states of like, yeah, cool. This is a family. And it's, I don't know. I was so much more invested in it. I thought, I thought this kid was a lot more like, he doesn't have the same cutesy sort of charisma to him that McCullough we'll Colgan has, but he's as good as, he's probably a better actor.
2: He's got like the sickly kind of raspy voice of like, oh, man, I don't know. I'm just trying to sit there. He's um... got the chicken pox, man. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not criticizing it. it Luke's coming around. He's coming around. (laughs) Uh, Look, okay, here's the thing. I'll say my piece on it and then I'll let Conan like talk about it more. This rewatch, I I came in being like, oh, God, now I've got to watch number three. And I watched it and I was like, it's not that bad. I was like, I actually yep. kind of enjoy this film. It's silly. It's silly. The slapstick stuff isn't as funny. The slapstick mm. stuff is not as funny as one and two. The criminals aren't funnier than Marv and Harry. Mm. They aren't. They just yeah. aren't. Mm. You can argue that they're more interesting characters and you can like identify, but no one's going to remember these four people. No Mr. one remembers these Mr. four Mr. people. Mr. Jürgen,
1: Juergen, Bo Rapi, <laughs> yeah. And then what's the other one? <laughs> Uh, Earl Unger chick. Unger Oh yeah Unger like, yeah. They've all got great hilarious names Burton Yernigan so
2: Like Conan, I get where you're coming from though Like your arguments of like This is a more realistic Grounded movie As in like Yeah Everyone isn't an asshole. The cops come out. Like he calls the cops. This kid's like onto it. He's like, calls the cops mm. twice. Mm. They come out, inspect the place, and like, no. And it explains why they didn't, you know, they actually do kick the door down and go in and have it's a look really at it. Really quickly, too. <laughs> <They just laughs> like-, it. like cops just show up everywhere because this kid's made this call. Yeah. SWAT team like- arrived, throw <laughs> a flashbang in, it's blind great. the old lady. Um, even like the old <laughs> grouch across the road is different than just the mysterious evil person across the road. Yeah. It's like you know, you introduced her at the start, even before you introduced her the kid, mm. um, and it's sort of like, yeah, she's this older lady, and she's you know a bit firm and strict with stuff, but but she's not just a monster, yeah. She's but like, it's nowhere near as. I think this film stands up better and holds up better if you're not a such a big fan of the first two.
0: I th- I thought I hadn't seen this movie. Like I thought this was my first watch, and then I started watching. Like shit, I have seen this movie, and I actually <laughs> didn't mind it. I yeah. because the remote control car shit. I'm like, oh man, I want to drive so a cool. remote control so car cool. like that. I want to put yeah. a little laser pointer on my remote control so I can turn on the neighbors' TVs. Like, is um, that realistic? Yeah, because it's just schedule. infrared signal. You can do that. It is a thing. Damn, um, that's cool. Yeah, I like. I didn't hate this movie as much as I thought I would. I, I don't agree with your statement that it's better than the first two, but don't move I had on more to fun than I thought I would. Four yeah.
2: is not as good as <laughs> four is as bad as you remember. This one's it? also yeah. not.
0: Is this one really a Christmas movie? I don't, I don't think it takes place at Christmas. They're still in no. school. It's just snowy.
1: Yeah, 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 you're right. It's 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 December, I guess. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point. It's not quite. So I guess you could argue it's not a Christmas movie, but I'm not going to guess. that I don't know. Yeah. That I don't know.
2: No. Conan. Yes. Since you like this one more, what was your thoughts on the score for this? Because the score for this was Goldeneye esque. I felt is it, like
1: is it the same? Is it the same guy? I, don't, I, don't it's not,
2: I looked into it because I legitimately believed I was like, this is Goldeneye. I was like, this is because <laughs> it gets all like the espionage, but like the yeah. the bad '90s espionage where it's like,
1: yeah, it's great. I love it. It's like trying to be tech, trying to be techno and just weird.
2: you know when they're doing stuff. Um, they're not believable as terrorists. No. <laughs> like, but, I, I mean, yeah. I
1: I don't remember what this... I don't really remember the score standing out at all or anything. Okay. Um,
2: but it's definitely, you know, it doesn't have that iconic John Williams. Like, sure. Like, no, Like you're right. No one's being
1: like, man, the uh, Home Alone 3 score really just, score you know, no, home no, alone knocked three. it up a notch.
0: <laughs> no one's assumed. Nick Glenny-Smith, the guy who did the score, is a frequent collaborator with
1: Hans Zimmer. There you go. There, there you go. go. So we're coming from quality, good stock. Um, it was still written by John Hughes, so it's got. A, I think it still has a lot of magic. Where I think it, this movie stands up a lot better for me is that where the first two waste a lot of time just following Kevin around and being like, "Let's try to let's tell his story of going to the shops and hanging out in the mo- in the hotels." This one's like it's essentially it's a spy film. It's like it's kind of got Rear Window energy where he's at home and he's like, "What's going on?" Oh, there's. Who are these people? And then we're following the, the bad guys trying to find out and we're following him, watch them. And so it actually has kind of like a spy aesthetic to it, but like a kid's spy film. And so all of that I think is so much more interesting because you're like, oh yeah, I want to see if he can solve them. I want to see what they're going to do, to f- how they're going to find it. Like it's a fun actual game of cat and mouse instead of just being like, here's him at home, eating ch- eating ice cream and watching movies. Like I just don't see how that is more compelling. Considering these movies... And- it makes the traps more interesting because a lot of the film is building up to this and it's like, okay, there's going to be a showdown because they're going to eventually come to his house and find him rather than just the first one of just dicking around with Joe Pesci and Marva driving around for ages. Like, yeah, we'll come back later, I guess. Anyway, what's Kevin doing in the grocery store? Like <laughs>
0: lame. I don't know. Maybe you need to start to appreciate those parts of these movies. I don't know. I don't. The traps aren't as good, though, in my opinion. Like, the, the reaction to the traps, but also just the traps in general are. The, chi- the are chair? Weaker.
1: The burning of the chair? That's. When yeah, he like, sits the, back the, and the he walks. Like, a chair? Yeah, yeah, like There's fries. I near
2: Marv getting fried. Nah, Fantastic. get out of here. Though. You can't be arguing this without just trying so to stir yeah. us up. The, uh, so the, crawl, the
0: climbing in the window and putting your feet in the two buckets is nowhere as good as sliding on the. The goo in the basement with Marv, like it's the same. No. Same concept, or
2: not putting your foot through the window and treading on baubles and broken baubles and like glass. That's some yeah. diehard shit.
1: You know what's killer is the Kevin doesn't mess the- around. <laughs> no, no, Kevin is a sociopath. This kid, Ali, he's actually just lovable defense. <laughs> he's, he's got compassion you know? for these guys. Yeah, Kevin should probably be in jail, but that's not. not I mean,
0: didn't it. didn't he put a, a fake trampoline over a? pool yeah like that's baller that will kill people she, <laughs> hypothermia no, man, they a... were gonna die i mean they nearly killed the old lady by leaving the doors open these
2: guys are in a pool yeah so that's a it's really cold out It's a snow it's a blizzard and he puts him in a cold pool oh i know Who, how is he supposed to know that? i they mean they put themselves like in the cold pool Don't yeah me. exactly 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 um, so it's, yeah. <laughs> you
1: use it to
0: justify any... Marv touched that handle that was electrified.
2: <laughs> he, did, he did. I had nothing to do with it. Marv Joe did Pesci that. Joe Pesci
0: did a handstand on that toilet. It was his choice. <laughs> I
2: didn't tell Joe Pesci to do a handstand on that toilet. Who does a handstand on a toilet? Yeah, if he did, he would have been fine. <laughs> the only thing, I mean, yes, I did like the rope. On fire that they were climbing
1: down. See so there. What a psycho kitty <laughs> It's he probably did. all the traps that Buzz mm. did to
2: him. Oh yeah, he's just reenacting them.
1: You reckon there is like a, yeah, systemic abuse in that family? 100 oh, <laughs> percent repressed trauma. Uncle, uh, Uncle maybe. Uncle, Uncle
0: Uncle
2: Frank is a pet, is a kitty diddler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uncle Frank's films don't watch them. Um, <laughs> that's true. No, so. <laughs> I Yeah, I honestly, I didn't mind number three anywhere near as much as what I thought I would. Um, some of the gadgets, though, that these like guys have and like the technology that these guys have. Oh, this dude, Ross Geller's got the, the camera in his gloves and he's just like... Super cool, hey? I mean, it is pretty cool. But like the whole rerouting thing as well, it's like they've got this massive setup like, oh, she's making an outgoing call from her home line but would not redirect to your yeah. mobile here we go it's like man these guys are onto it these guys are yeah. in the tech world you and they, they still fail to a 10 year old <laughs>
1: yeah i mean is that any less believable less believable than no. two two bandits failing to like yeah.
0: i guess not that's fair
1: like i i love the i love the the clunky old 90s spy stuff where yeah they're like 14 met routers and modems and they're all hanging like we can redirect a phone call it's like holy crap you can do this kind of stuff, like that's. So do you? So do you guys really think that this movie should be? I oh, know to me this is four point six, like that is, awfully low. Now you were both at the beginning's episode, very you know very keen to to just shit all over it. Like, do you think it's that much worse compared? Like, if you had to honestly rank these or something, not if you had to give them ratings, do you really think that it is, like less than half as good as the others?
0: It's not less than half as good as the others, sure. But that's, I mean, that's how ratings go, right? Like, they're not, people rating Home Alone 3 aren't rating it against other kids' movies, right? They're rating it against Home Alone 1 and 2. For sure. Yeah. You can't, there's no escaping that. And it's not even just nostalgia, it's just, yeah, they're, they're rating it against those films, which I think are better films.
2: I know you don't agree, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked that Home Alone 2 is.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised it's so low.
2: Like, okay, so this is 32%, like granted, said at the start, and Home Alone 2 is 35, and Home Alone 1 is 65. Like, it's. Home Alone 2 scores shocked me. That's like changed my worldview. I don't even know if I can trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore. I thought this, I'd already gone through this took. with Mighty Ducks when they were at, like 17%.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Amen. But
1: Rotten um, Tomatoes delivering the goods.
2: The other Home Alone don't even have Rotten Tomato School. <laughs> no, oh, they, no. They never had four, four and five don't. But then Home Sweet Home Alone, which is the one that came out two years ago, it's got fifteen percent. Um, it's, that's bad. Which I've it's, seen that one. I haven't seen five and six, but I've uh, four and five. There's also this seen.
1: weird, weird German short film called Home Alone Nine, <laughs> which looks like a lot of fun. Home Alone Nine
0: <laughs> is in Home Alone No.
1: I don't know. It's number nine. None, it it's any none, any no, like no any it's number two? nine. So I think they uh, made eight other short ones. And then there's Home Alone 45 with siblings. Like so there's, there's a whole extended universe here.
0: I mean, Home Alone 4 is Kevin McAllister again, but with a different actor.
1: Repus. Oh, that's this a bad decision. universe
2: is weird. Yes. That's a bad decision. Did anyone else come back for it? No. Unger? Is it you? You forgot their names, man. No, I didn't forget their names. Um, Jurgen
1: Jurgen, Bluergen and
2: Shirgen. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, touching on home sweet home loan, which is the s- the soft reboot Do we sort have of thing to? that came out. No, I yeah. just just, just <laughs> interesting to note, sort of thing. It feels like it was meant to be a carry, like it's they they've ignored the others and it's sort of it's set in the same sort of street as the first uh, like where the, the McAllisters live. Um buzz. Is in it, like the actual actor playing Buzz, plays Buzz in that. That's funny. um as a police officer what? that goes that goes to check on the house. Um and it says to the kid, like, kid, like it's this isn't a false alarm. Like, this isn't a false alarm. This is a McAllister home security system. Like these are so Kevin has obviously In that universe, become like a created a security company with like alarms and stuff like that, and then he says, "Oh no, this is a prank my brother's pulling." Kevin was left alone when he was a kid, so every year he calls me out and saying the kids left home alone again, so he just ignores it. And Buzz is just a a a cop that sits in his car eating Twinkies all night. That's that's what became Buzz. This is that's weird. That's some this, deep law, man. There, like,
1: there is there is an extended universe here that needs to have... They need to make a TV show about this or something. They need to bring back John Candy and do like a six part on the... On no, the on you on can't the, do
2: that like, on, on the, on the, without actually bringing back John Candy. And if you do that, then, you know, the whole world's different. Yeah, that's
0: necromancy and that's, <laughs> that's not, not on. AI. Um, Maybe his family will sell the rights. We
2: can get so AI yeah. John Candy. Conan, I'd be but, interested in your take on Home Sweet Home Alone. Because the kid is the bad guy. <laughs> what? I, I don't think it's meant to be that way. But you watch that one, actually rooting for the bad guys, hundred percent. Right, I'm there. The kid's in the wrong. Like I am. I no really way about it. it.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. actually got some people in it. Pete
2: Holmes, oh, the kid, Rob the Delaney, Jojo
1: Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. That's weird. It's on Disney. Plus. I'm not.
1: I'm not going to watch this. I've watched it on the Alone for one lifetime. I think oh, um, right. ne- Neil Flynn's in this. Yes. How does that? No- how does that not carry this over as best home alone of all time? It's a small role. It's a very small it's role. Pretty important though. He gives a. He gives an informative monologue on police brutality and how it's, it's essential.
0: It's true. It's nearly as big as his role in the fugitive.
2: <laughs> Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good job. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. I don't know. The, the adults are all pretty good guys in this one. The cops try and be like, "Dude, you can't call us out for false alarms." And That's they... the
1: thing. They actually address it. They're oh. well rounded. They're reasonable. The internal logic. So it's of very it is
0: unrealistic, me. is what you're trying to say.
1: The internal. <laughs> That's true. Cops <laughs> being reasonable, no. <laughs> the the it's internal a word, logic. You- it's yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh boy, the re- oh boy. <laughs> The internal logic of this movie makes a lot more sense than the other two. All I'm saying,
0: yeah, 100 percent does. You're not wrong. Like when when I realised, oh, this kid's just sick home and had to be left home alone mm. while his parents worked. Like I I was in that situation as a kid, right? Yeah. Like I was homesick and Mum had to go out, and it's like, oh crap! I'm I'm scared because the phone is ringing and I'm here by myself. What do I do? Exactly. Yeah, someone walks past the I house. I still like get
1: like that. that
2: so <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I just don't answer my phone. The yeah. key. I, I guess that's where the. It. That's why there's, like, the magic isn't there as well because it's, like, he's not... Being home alone without your parents is a fantasy. Kids have always been, like, what if I was completely alone and okay? Whereas in this, it's just, like, yeah, it's more... It's just what happens if I'm home when I'm sick? And it is, like, yeah, that happens. Mm. So part of that ultimate child escapism is gone, which is probably why all these bitter people have been, like, 4.6 out of 10. It doesn't... I didn't enjoy this as much when I was 7
0: uh, if you look no. at all the IMDb movie,
2: like, the actual reviews, they're like, oh, it's not that bad. People are making it out to be worse than it is. Everyone was disappointed yeah. when they first watched it because it wasn't their home alone, yep. you know? like Hashtag, hashtag, my hashtag not, not my, my home, home alone. alone. Yep. Yep. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, these criminals come straight in with handguns. Like, straight up, they're walking around with silenced pistols ready to take out, like, people, like, just like that. The the female criminal, what's her Alice. name, Conan? Alice. It's just a normal. She's Alice. It's okay. yeah. not interesting. Not Jürgenbergen. Um, <laughs> Alice Mergen, maybe. She, she turns things weirdly sexual with the old lady, though. Like, <laughs> when she's tying her up and she's, like, giving her a kiss on, like, the forehead, it's, like, it turns kind of weird. It's like, okay, what are you doing here?
1: Because there's Freudian subtext here. Mm, right. fr- about- <laughs> Explain it, please.
2: <laughs> no. All right, we- so
1: <laughs> look up Oedipus Complex. And okay. the other one, I can't remember what the other one is. It's, it's subverting and exploring. It's all sorts of, you know. John Hughes went full See? philosophy in this. He's taken down capitalism. He's taken down deep spy states. He's taken down psychology. My other standout moment of this one is the old lady comes back from San Francisco and she forgets her, sorry, what gets me for a car is San Francisco sourdough. What is cooler than going to another city across the country to buy the best type of bread you can buy? I resonate with that. I've gone to, I've travelled hours to bakeries to find great quality sourdough bread, and it's frustrating. Woolworths, seconds. man. Is that no, Woolworths? it's no. You fresh. can leave. <laughs> the fresh hey, You itself.
0: make it yourself, mate.
1: That's what you got to yeah. do. I don't have a, star, uh, I don't have a starter. I get, don't have a starter. Culture. Get a starter. Make one. It's a good Christmas present if anybody's wanting to home alone me. Anyway, San Francisco sourdough dope. No, it's a great motivation for this is what starts it all off. She just wanted her bread. Like good on ya. you.
2: You know what? Like you've kind of sold me on it. It's kind like, of what would No, like I will never say it's better than the first two, or funny, as funny as the first two. But it does make a big difference that you know he's just home alone sick and the woman is literally like, shit, I need to pay my mortgage. Instead <laughs> of millionaires being like, let's go to Paris again. Like, yeah. let's go on another trip. I who, just reckon who pays mortgages? We like own twenty houses. Yeah, we just, own all of Chicago. Rent them out to suckers.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's it. She's paying the mortgage to the McAllisters. Maybe she's the landlord. I just reckon. Look, each year when you guys do a rewatch, try to include number three in there, and slowly you will be like, "Yeah, let's just watch number three this year." And you'll start to realize that <laughs> that's, it won't happen. We don't need Macaulay Culkin. Look,
2: so I'll one last thing I'll say. And we'll wrap it up because we've discussed Home Alone 3 more than the other two. We've, um, we've discussed Home Alone 3 as long as Home Alone 3. <laughs> um, so like two years ago when my kids started watching these, so my kids are like six and eight, and when they started watching these, it became a thing that my daughter kind of like ruined Home Alone because she just watched that all year. Like all of a sudden it was just like every time I came home and Home Alone was on. And I was like, oh, this is a Christmas movie. It should be for Christmas. But she loved Home Alone 3. Like, she really liked Home Alone 3, maybe more than the first two. And I'd keep being like, no, put this one on. Like, no, <laughs> Home Alone 3. And I'd be like, no, you're wrong. No, nah, your daughter's a dope. She knows what's up. So, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I misjudged. Yeah.
0: All right, Home Alone 3, let's rank them. It's 213.
2: <laughs> Here we it's go. Just, it's just
3: not though.
0: It's 213 in my opinion. I yeah. We don't have to come to a consensus anymore. We dumped that ages ago because it never happens. He's, here comes Conan with
1: three two one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, just because i I'm I'm bitter at one being so loved that I think it's good. Three two one, yeah. Three one three. Good man. Yeah. Crazy. All right.
0: <laughs> that was Home Alone. Next fortnight, we are doing a it's not a true trilogy, but it's three Tim Burton films all take pay take place Christmas, so it's the Tim Burton I think people are calling it the Dark Christmas Trilogy so it's it's Edward Scissorhands Batman, is it just Batman? Is that what the movie's just called? Batman the Batman Returns Batman, Batman Returns and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas yep. um, so yeah we're gonna get that out before Christmas or on Christmas Day possibly um, yeah that was our present to you Yes, our gift to you. And then we have our 2023 year in review. So, look out for that early in the new year. There's lots of fun recommendations on that podcast. Uh, a lot of hidden gems that you might not have heard mm. of. It's
2: this podcast
0: right up, was brought to you by the God Grotesque by... Hey. Oh, look. It kind of works. That? It's a sick cover. Go. It's backwards. New apologies. sponsor. But, uh, yeah, that's just come out by C.B. Clark. It's very good. Give it a read. Pick it up on Amazon. Uh, It's great. Uh, Thanks for joining us for The Good, The Bad and The Worst. Please give us a rating on Spotify. It helps us out so much. And thank you for joining us.
2: Merry Christmas, you filthy animals.
0: And a happy new year.